0: Hello, hello, all you sexy, beautiful people. My name is Ashley, and welcome to Goddesses Unleashed. This podcast is a tribe, a sisterhood, a community, and a safe space with a whole lot of love, support, release, telling it how it freaking is, and most definitely a shit ton of that wop energy. Hey everyone, welcome back to the second episode of Goddesses Unleashed. I am so excited to be back here and I just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who listened to the first episode and a huge, huge, huge thank you to everyone who reached out and just sent me so much love and positive feedback and who shared really personal stories about their experience with mental, emotional, and physical abuse. That feedback and you guys being vulnerable with me after I was so vulnerable about my story is honestly the reason why I started Goddesses Unleashed. I know there are people who are struggling. I know there are people who feel like there are certain things in their life that have happened to them that they can't talk about or where they don't have a space or someone that they feel comfortable um, confiding in. And I was just blown away by all of your guys's vulnerability and honesty. And I just appreciate you trusting me with, you know, your story and your heart and your energy and, it was a really, really overwhelming few weeks. I'm like still processing all the love and um, gratitude, but you guys are the real MVPs. And I'm just excited to keep this journey going with you guys. So here we are, episode two. I'm not going to lie, I was going to put out a different episode this month, um, but I'm not quite ready to To share that. um I will eventually, but I'm taking this in strides. So today we are going to be talking about how to create body positive image for that hot girl summer, right? Summer is coming up. We want to feel good, but here's the thing. Like, I feel like hot girl summer has a I don't know. It's kind of become like a controversial topic um, of people thinking like, why do you need to lose weight and get super hot for summer? And I'm here to tell you, you don't. That is not what my definition of hot girl summer is. Hot girl summer is owning who the heck you are and just being free in your mind and your body because you're present and you love yourself And you're living for no one but you. It's not about how you look. It's not about how many dates you go on. It's not about how many epic mansion parties you go to. It is literally about you living your best life for you and just feeling the best in your skin because you just think that you are this sexy boss ass bitch exactly how you are already. Okay, because you are, honey, you don't need to lose weight, you don't need to get a six pack, you are freaking sexy as hell, as you are in this moment, right now, whether you got your eyelash extensions on, and you're rocking those heels, or you're sitting on a couch in your man pajamas, and have Cheeto crumbs on your chest, okay, that was definitely me last night, so... Come as you are. That is hot girl summer, baby. Come as you are and own that shit. So I'm here to tell you today, I'm here to share my story, share some tips on how you can go into hot girl summer feeling freaking incredible and just be vibing with yourself exactly how you are in this moment, not putting pressure on yourself to look a certain way, to lose 10 pounds by summer, to get a six pack. Nah, not, 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 nah. None of that energy here. Nope. But in all seriousness, a woman's relationship with herself and her body is the most important relationship she will ever have throughout her entire life, right? Because A woman's relationship with herself and how she loves her body affects her confidence, her worth, her value. And our worth, value, and confidence affects our relationships at work. They affect our relationships with partners. They affect our relationships with our children. The relationship between a woman and herself and her body is so complex. It is so complex. It can be beautiful and liberating and exciting and rewarding, but it can also be triggering and traumatic and devastating. And if we don't ever develop that healthy relationship with ourself and our bodies, we are never truly fully living in the present. And that to me makes me so sad knowing that so many women go their entire life not ever being able to be fully present because they are so disappointed or obsessed with how they look. It's really crazy to think back like when we're, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, whatever years old when we're young and we we love ourselves. We're these confident little creatures. We're living in the moment. We aren't obsessing and stressing about how we look because we're not really exposed to the media and the pressure of society and expectations, uh, especially when it comes to female role and being sexualized and having to look a certain way. And, you know, I think for me, I probably started having body image issues, I would say in high school, and I think that's pretty common for a lot of women, but I was a volleyball player and I was constantly in spandex. I remember like getting the Sports Illustrated swimsuit magazines and that was what I thought to be the standard of how I looked, right? So for so much of my life, honestly, until probably I was out of college, I was constantly striving to be, to look like a sports illustrated swimsuit model. Because we've been taught and programmed that women who look like that are the sexiest and most desirable. And for a long time, <sighs> ugh, for a long time, all I wanted was to be desired and accepted and loved you know by a man i definitely thank god don't have that mentality anymore now i want to be desired by myself like i want to turn myself on i want to think that i'm sexy so when you take away like all this caca of like men's opinions and media's opinions and society's opinions and the beauty industry's opinions. It's like, okay, well, what do you think of yourself? And like, once I really started to unpack that, I was like, damn, I'm a hot ass bitch. Like, why am I trying to look like someone else when I can literally embrace my own beautiful body and, and love my body? And let me tell you, I am feeling good oh honey yes I am another part of my own body image journey I gained a bunch of weight and height and in, in college I my whole entire life I was tall I was lean I was like a, I was just always so skinny I was always so active too um and a part of that is genetics my family is tall and athletic but when I gained a bunch of weight in college I literally felt so unworthy. I felt invisible by guys. I felt so unwanted, so undesired. And that really got to me, like it really, really got to my head. And then, you know, I obviously shared this in the first podcast episode, but I ended up dating a guy in college who was very emotionally abusive. And he would tell me that I needed to lose weight and wear makeup because I look tired. And I've always thought that I am naturally pretty. Like I, I love how I look with makeup. I love how I look without makeup. But here I have this person telling me that I needed to lose weight and wear more makeup. And so it's, it's things like this that really chip away at women's confidence, worth, value, and especially their relationships with their bodies and and how they view themselves. And then, you know, after college and really like, I would say up until my mid twenties, I was constantly trying to get back to my, my high school and my teenage body, right? My high school weight, my teenage body for so long. And is such an unrealistic expectation our bodies change so much like I have literally become a woman like I have an ass and titties now like and I and I love that I do but for so long all you would see is pictures of like these stick twig figure women and and so when you are constantly seeing that it makes you feel like that's what you need to look like and you know it's really interesting so many of my clients all my clients are females so many of them are also struggling with body image and how to love their bodies. And so I've obviously had a lot, of, a lot of conversations with a lot of these amazing women about, like, the things we used to do and say to our bodies. And I remember right after college, I was living in LA. I was such a train wreck, you guys. Like, whoo not good. (laughs) But I had no money. I could barely pay my rent. And I was doing a lot of cocaine at the time. And which obviously like suppresses your appetite, makes you like dehydrated and super skinny. So there was that. And I was also just like, I was taking a bunch of laxatives all the time. That is so, so bad for you. So bad for you. And just thinking back on all the things that I've done to my body to try to be skinnier or thinner or more fit or more desirable is just, and then I worked, you know, I worked in fitness for three years. I became a fitness instructor. I taught three different style classes. And when you're in a fitness studio, you are constantly surrounded by mirrors and You're also wearing sports bras and crop tops and, you know, tight clothing. And I became obsessed, like so unhealthily obsessed with how I looked. Every time I walked in front of a mirror, I would critique my body. And I even started doing that at home. It got to a point where it was so bad that I literally had to cover my standing mirror in my bedroom because I was so obsessed. And then like when I would go into the bathroom, I obviously like couldn't cover the mirrors in the bathroom because I had roommates, but every time I would go into the bathroom, I literally had to force myself to not look in the mirror because it was such a toxic energy and, and mindset for me. And when you obsess over something, it consumes you. It is all you think about, you think about it. When you wake up in the morning, you think about it throughout the entire day. You think about it right before you go to sleep. It keeps you up at night. For me, when I woke up in the middle of the night, I would even be thinking about, like, fuck, I shouldn't have ate that ice cream. Now I need to, like, lose some weight, you know? Just so, so unhealthy. And that, I mean, lasted really, like, the entire time that I was living in San Francisco and that I was a fitness instructor. And then, you know, last year during COVID, I, when I came back from South, my trip in Southeast Asia and I actually ended up getting super, super shredded for the first few months of COVID. And I, I wasn't trying, I, there was no intention of me to lose weight um, to look a certain way. It was honestly, I hadn't even been thinking about it, but I got super shredded because I was teaching literally a gajillion classes a week. And when you're teaching on Zoom, like I was doing the entire workout. So I was just, I was just so, so active. But then I stopped teaching around the middle of June and I put on some weight over the next few months. And like, I was drinking a lot and I wasn't exercising as much because I was focusing on starting my business and I was honestly just like so burnt out like working out like wasn't fun for me anymore because I was teaching so many classes a week for three plus years of my life but when I did gain that weight during COVID I realized I found myself still loving myself and my body and holy shit you guys like as a woman, as someone, anyone who struggles with body image and confidence and worth and value and self-respect. That moment of when I was like, "Oh, I still love myself." That was so liberating. And you know why I was able to get to that point was because over the past year and a half before that and, you know, up until now, I had done a lot of the inner work on myself and the inner work, the inner work, the connection to self, the relationship to self is directly correlated to the relationship with your body. So many of us have tied our self-worth and our value to how we look. And I'm going to need you to stop doing that. Here's the thing. If you want a six-pack and if you want to lose 10 pounds, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you're over there thinking that I will be happy when I lose 10 pounds or get a six-pack, honey, you ain't ever going to be happy because the inner work hasn't been done yet, okay? Stop chasing that. Learn to love yourself Where you are at right now, and then it won't freaking matter if you lose 10 pounds or gain 20 pounds because inside you know you are the exact same person and you are not tying your worth and your value to the number that is on the scale and what the shape or size that you see in the mirror. I can honestly proudly say that after years of work and learning and unlearning and dismantling my own beliefs about body image and in particular my own body that I love and value myself whether I'm 10 or 15 pounds heavier or 10 or 15 pounds lighter When I gained weight this past year, I learned to embrace the curves that I had put on. And I was like, damn, I really have done a lot of this deep self-work. And that's why I no longer feel like my worth is tied to my weight. And ladies, that is uh, uh, the most liberating feeling. And I'm not here to tell you that I have perfect body image and I don't have my struggles because I do but I would say I am I have come so far and just to to be able to wake up and love myself regardless of eating an entire bag of cheetos and a pint of ice cream and two bottles of wine the night before like that is some growth people we have been conditioned to not love ourselves unless we look a certain way. And the media obviously has a huge part in that role of why women are taught to hate themselves essentially, you know, and there's different fads like health and eating fads that have come in and out of our life. You know, like one was eating fat and carbs are bad, right? Fuck that. Fat and carbs are delicious and I want to enjoy my life and eat some foods, okay? Another thing we've been taught, that being overweight or curvy is not okay. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to stop you here, sir. Curvy girls are hot as fuck. Okay, okay. Also, we've been told stretch marks are disgusting. Excuse me, what? Stretch marks tell stories and they are beautiful and they are normal, right? Another one, cellulite is ugly. And here's my response to this. Cellulite is completely normal and your personality is ugly. Okay, if you're over here shaming people for having cellulite, that's all I gotta say about that. Or just, you know, things in general, if you don't look like this, then you aren't good enough or you won't ever be loved. So where do we go from here, right? How do we have that hot girl summer where we feel alive and good no matter what we look like, no matter how much we weigh, right? So obviously like these are my own personal tips and I'm sure that so many of you have probably heard other things. So after this podcast is over I've, and you guys listen to it, I would love to hear from you like some other tips because these are just the personal ones that I have practiced. Um, but I would love to hear more from you guys because that is the whole point of of sharing and being vulnerable is, is learning from each other and, and connecting and hearing about other people's journeys. So I have... 10 tips for you guys um to develop a more healthy body body image okay and this is without losing weight without putting pressure on yourself to look a certain way so and i've already mentioned some of these in a podcast episode i did with my girl alana on her give a damn podcast but the first one is to show gratitude for your body every day i wake up and write three gratitudes every day. I and mean, in the past month, I have been writing my body and my health. So showing gratitude for your body every day. And I have developed this practice. Um, Some of my clients have developed this practice, but looking in the mirror, making eye contact with yourself and your body and saying, I love you body. Thank you body. Okay. We put our bodies through so much, especially women, right? We carry we get pregnant we carry a human inside of us for almost 10 months and then we give birth and we have periods and our titties hurt and some of us get sexually and physically abused and we get mistreated and being sexually and physically abused has such a like crazy negative traumatic impact on a woman's body um but our bodies can do so much right like we can have these crazy orgasmic experiences. And we push ourselves to these wild limits when we exercise, yet most of us never take the time to like slow down and tell our body like, oh my gosh, thank you for getting me through that workout. Thank you for getting me through that late, that really hard labor that I had with my child. Thank you for, you know, being there for me, when when no one else was right because we live in our bodies 24/7 365 like we are with it all the time and the second one is to move your body every day and i'm definitely not saying you have to exercise or work out every day but just moving your body and feeling alive in your body helps so much third tip follow more body positivity pages and accounts on social media, okay? If you are only following super shredded skinny bitches on Instagram, you are going to find yourself constantly comparing yourself, right? And comparison in any sense is the thief of joy. It is going to Make you question yourself, make you judge yourself, yourself, make you shame yourself, and that shit needs to stop. Third or fourth, drink your damn water, okay. When you are hydrated, your energy is higher, uh, higher. Your skin is better, your workouts are better. You can think more clearly, and you just feel more positive. And when you feel more positive, it's hard to feel like shit, right? Both mentally and physically. When you are hydrated as heck. Okay? So drink your damn water. Five. Be super intentional about your why for working out. Stop working out or stop putting pressure on yourself to to get your workout in or work out a certain amount of days a week so that you can lose X amount of weight or so that you can have a six pack or a flat tummy or whatever it is that you think is gonna make you more lovable or desirable or enough, okay? Change your why to feeling alive, feeling strong, right? Increasing your energy levels, having better mental health. If your why is constantly about losing weight or getting a six pack, you are putting so much unnecessary pressure on yourself and your body. And that takes away from the love that you have for your body. So I encourage you to sit down after this episode and think about your why for working out. And again, don't make it about losing weight or, lo- or looking a certain way. Try reframing the word workout to something else, right? Working out has um the name work in it, so it can come off as something that's dreadful and, and negative, right? But when you reframe it to movement or getting super sweaty or getting strong as hell or getting your ass kicked, or even just you know growing from the day before, those are really, really strong whys. Rather than just, and it's so much more positive than the word, quote unquote, workout. The sixth one. And this is huge, you guys. I even had this breakthrough in a lot of my coaching calls with my clients. But be super, super mindful of the conversations you are having not only with yourself about your body, but also the combos that you are having with other people about bodies, working out, eating six packs, big booties, all that stuff, right? If you find that this is a topic, a frequent topic of conversation, I'm going to need you to check yourself. I'm going to need you to check yourself really hard, okay? This, These types of conversations are actually very, very triggering for a lot of people um, and how you speak about your body and body image has a really negative impact on, on other people's body image. And that for me is super shitty to know that I have made other people feel bad about themselves from comments I've made about myself or, you know, working out or body image or health in general in the past. So I'm, this is something that I'm really trying to be mindful of and I'm, I'm, I'm I'm catching myself when I start talking about these things, like, "Eh, let's uh, change the subject here. All right, you guys, I'm not going to lie. This topic, this conversation is getting me so heated and fired up right now. I literally had to pause (laughs) the recording so I could go put deodorant on because your girl is fired up right now. Okay. All right. Back to the tips on how to develop a healthier body image. The seventh one this one is so fun. It's going to be a little uncomfortable at first, but I really challenge you to do it because it is so freaking liberating. Okay. Dancing sensually and sexually and seductively for yourself in the mirror. This has been a more new practice for me, but holy hell, I am turning myself on like a motherfucker, okay? By how much of a bad bitch I am. And here's the thing, just doing it for yourself and no one else forms this deeper appreciation for yourself and the body and the divine energy that you are giving off to yourself. I think a lot of the times we're like, I need to dance sexy at a bar so that I can attract this guy or I need to look a certain way so that I can, you know, be hot for my partner or my crush. Girl, nah. why don't you do it for your own damn self? Like you should be turning yourself on. When you start carrying only what you think, your life is going to change. It's going to change, girl. The eighth one. And this kind of goes with the seventh one, but doing breath work where you're sitting um, cross-legged and you have one hand on your heart and one hand on your, um, like your womb, like close close to your, your yoni. So breathing up from your yoni and into your heart chakra, Okay. Women actually feel more connected to themselves through their heart chakra. And when women are more connected to themselves, we have more love and compassion for ourselves and our bodies. The breath work and the dancing in the mirror can also help with your sacred sensuality and sexuality and can actually help you have better orgasms because you are moving energy from your yoni and into your heart center, which is um, how women feel safe. And when women feel safe and more connected, we are more likely to orgasm, whether it's with ourselves or with a partner. I am telling you, you guys, number seven and number eight have been so fun for me, especially living alone, okay? And (laughs) Follow people who encourage and preach body positivity. And another great tip that um, my girl Cass gave me, Cassidy, Cass Class Fitness, shout out to you, is follow people with similar body types as you, okay? It's a lot easier to feel really good about yourself and the shape, and, and, and it's easier to embrace the shape and size and build of your body if you are frequently seeing others who look very similar to you rather than seeing people who don't look anything like you, right? Because it, it's it's like simple marketing. When you constantly see something, you that's what you want. That's what you think you need. I am telling you, you don't need to look like anyone. So that was a really, really helpful tip from Cass. Just don't follow people either who constantly talk about weight loss and having a six pack and shit like that, right? If it's not in alignment with your journey with your body, follow accounts that bring positive and positive energy and self-acceptance into your life. And again, there is nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight and wanting to be in the best shape of your life. But for a lot of people, that is very triggering and When we are constantly seeing that, it makes us think and feel like that's what we want when really in our truth, all we want is to love and accept our bodies as they are. And then the last one, these are some journal prompts, and I definitely encourage you to write these down. And there's three of them. Spend 15 minutes writing about all the things that you are grateful for that your body can do. You're going to be blown away. The second one, spend 15 minutes writing everything you love about your body. We are so focused on the things we don't love about ourselves or that we don't love about our body. But now this journal prompt is giving you a space, a safe space to reflect on all the things you do love, right? And that's really, really powerful. And the last journal prompt is, This one's going to be hard. This one is not easy, okay? I'm just going to tell you this could create some trigger warnings. Write a letter to your body apologizing for how you have shamed, criticized, critiqued, hated, disrespected, abused, and mistreated her. Tell her what you will do moving forward to love her and nourish her honor her, respect her, and value her. Thank her for belonging to you and no one else. This letter is so powerful. And I've noticed that when my clients do it, they're really sad at first. They're like, damn, I have been so mean and so cruel to my body, my entire life. I do not want to live this way anymore. But it's eye-opening. It provides a massive breakthrough for how we want to treat our bodies and ourselves moving forward. So again, you guys, these are just my personal tips on how to develop a healthy body image, but I hope that you find these insightful and helpful, and I truly encourage you to start practicing some of these, right? We, we can't grow and develop and learn and unlearn if we don't take those steps and actually put things into action. These are all actionable items that you can start doing every single day. All of these tools are meant to help you have a deeper sense of self and create a deeper love for yourself and a deeper connection, which then results in a more positive image around your body. And again, I am not over here admitting that I have a perfect relationship with my body. It is a daily practice, it is daily mindfulness, it is awareness, but I can confidently tell you that there are a lot more good days and a lot more positive days surrounded with my body image then there are bad days and for me that is so comforting I used to want to change so much about myself and my body but how can you expect to love yourself and love your body if you're constantly telling your body that you hate it and that she's not good enough okay your body hears you And girl, she's mad at you, she's sad, she's sad by the words you have been telling her your entire life, right? So many of us say, I'll love myself or my body when I lose X amount of pounds, or I'll love myself when I get a partner, or land this dream job, or accomplish my next goal. Girl, nah, you will. Never be happy if you live in a constant state of chasing that next thing rather than loving and appreciate what you have right now. So learn to love yourself. Learn to love your body exactly how you are right now. Meet yourself where you're at. Develop that deeper sense of self and sexy divine femininity that you have in you and I promise you hot girl summer 2021 gonna be lit honey it's gonna be lit as fuck but it will only be amazing if you learn to love yourself right now as you are and once you start to do that your whole entire life is gonna change. Mm. All right, you guys, that is all I got for you today. I am fired up, I need to log off. You are the baddest, sexiest bitch alive and I want you to start realizing that.